Welcome to the Gospel for Life. We have four Treasure Valley pastors committed to showing that the gospel is not just for that religious part of your life, but rather it's for all of life. You never graduate from the gospel. I'm Josh Bales, pastor of the Well Church, here with Russell Herman, pastor at Cloverdale United Reformed Church, Phil Moran, pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church, and Jonathan Van Hoogen, pastor at Spring United Reformed Church. Now, if you'd like to find out more about us or catch past broadcasts or get information about our annual conference, you can find us at ReformationVoice.com. Welcome back to the Gospel for Life. If you're hearing a new voice at the beginning, that's because Josh Bales is not with us this morning, but I do have three other pastors in the room with me, I'm Jonathan and Phil and, and Paul. So good morning, gentlemen. How are morning. you guys this morning? Wonderful. Uh, we have been working our way through the seven churches in uh, the book of Revelation um, in both chapters two and three. We've actually done a, a good number of those churches, five. And this morning we get to the Church of Philadelphia. But I thought maybe before we get to that church, um, maybe we should pause just quickly and just do the 30,000 foot view of this section of the book of Revelation and just remind our listeners what this is all about. Um, well, the letters to the seven churches <clears throat> are in uh, Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3. These are actual historical churches. Uh, in, uh, the, we're in the late first century. Um, and uh, in uh, Asia Minor uh, or modern Turkey, uh, none, none of these churches uh, still exist, by the way. Um, but uh, the fact that there are seven letters to seven churches, and the number of, the number seven in the book of Revelation is symbolic, number of fullness, number of completion. Obviously, there were many, many more churches uh, that could have could have had letters. The reason that there's letters to the seven churches is that these letters cover a variety of affirmations to the churches and a variety of rebukes to the churches which are timeless. Um, they, um, these seven letters may not touch on every strength and every problem that, every, that any church would ever have, but these uh, letters cover a broad spectrum that are, that are still applicable today. And you can read the seven letters to the seven churches and find your church, believe me. Uh, you, you can find your, your church, maybe in several of these letters. So today we're looking at the Church of Philadelphia. Does somebody want to read that letter here this morning? Sure. This is Revelation chapter 3, starting verse 7. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, The words of the Holy One, the true one who has the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you. Because you have kept my word about patient endurance, I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell 
on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold fast to what you have so that no one may seize your crown. The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Never shall he go out of it. And I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven and my own new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. What we have here is a a letter in a church that in some ways is unique to the others that we're looking at. Um, There is no negative statement made to the church in Philadelphia. There's no rebuke. And Philadelphia is actually the only church that endures out of the seven. So the church, um, there are actually still churches in Philadelphia that trace their roots back to this church. Um, and that actually is a promise that Jesus has made in this letter um, to the church of Philadelphia. So out of the seven, uh, this is the one that has endured. Um, and we have this constant refrain that's going through the words of the Holy One who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one no one opens. And then later on it says, Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. So what is all this language about open doors and shut doors? What does all of that mean in the context of this church for the church of all ages? Well, in terms don't, of, don't everybody speak up yeah. at once. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, you what go, you, you call go good radio it. right there. Yes. A little <laughs> pregnant pause that just holds you as a listener in, in the palm of our hand because you're waiting on pins and needles to hear what these great men are going to say. I'm, I'm going to defer to Jonathan. Well, I, and, you know, obviously he actually is speaking about eternal life. He's talking about, you know, and in fact, he is the one who holds that key. He, he, he opens that door to eternal life. He shuts that door to eternal life. He, you know, this is, this is something that only Christ can do. It's by his authority. It's by his work. It's by, you know, that he is, he has this. And, and so, um, you know, it, he has all authority. In, in this regard. So uh, this, is his, this is his address. And so we, we need to understand that when we come to Christ, this is who he is, the one who, that the key to eternal life. Um, he, he also, he, he, he says that no one is able to open that door except for him. No one's able to shut that door except for him. Hmm. Um, you know, so this is something that we need to understand as well. And throughout the writings of Paul, um, Paul actually talks about this uh, this idea of a door being opened for ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he talks about it in First Corinthians. I believe he talks about it in the. I know he talks about it in the Book of Colossians because I was just working through the Book of Colossians. But Paul uses that as imagery for gospel ministry. That a, an open door means that the gospel work ministry of the church is going forward. Um, a closed door means that the opportunity for gospel ministry has been shut. Um, and that mm-hmm. relates to what Jonathan is saying, that it's Jesus Christ that controls that opening and closing of the effectiveness of the gospel. Um, mm-hmm. Not just the ministry, but the the fruit of mm-hmm. that ministry. Mm-hmm. Well, and an- another uh, use of the imagery of door um, the, the Jesus is the door. 
Jesus is the, the doorway uh, that's open to us uh, to eternal life. If we look back in uh, John chapter 10, and this is this, the, the Gospel of John is writ- written by the same John who gave us the book of Revelation. And uh, in John uh, 10, 7, John's Gospel 10, 7, so Jesus again said to them, truly, truly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. And all who come before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep do not listen to them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved and will go in and out and find pasture. Mm-hmm. Um, G- Jesus is the way to life. And, and he tells the church in Philadelphia, you're the church of the open door. Um, you, you have, you, he's, he's commending them. The living Christ is at the center of this church and in the power of the Holy Spirit. And uh, he's affirming them that the door is going to remain open. And it's interesting that it's in spite, at least in part, of them. Mm-hmm. You, you have in Philadelphia a weary church. Um, be, uh, I know that you have but little power, yet you've kept my word. Later on he'll say, because you've kept my word about patient endurance. And then later on he'll say, hold fast what you have. And so you get this sense that this church is is being and doing what they ought to do, but they're tired um, yeah. and they're barely hanging on. Yeah. And Jesus is coming to that weary, discouraged, probably, um, church that has gone through a lot and saying, it's okay, I'm here. I've got yeah. you. Hold yeah. fast. Yeah. And yes. the idea is hold fast because I'm holding fast to you. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I'm assuming that there are listeners out there that feel like they're in these these type of moments. Maybe it's in their church. Maybe it's in your home. Maybe it's in your personal life where you feel like I don't have much left. My tank is getting empty, and I, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Um, and I think one of the messages of the Church of Philadelphia is you will make it Yeah. Um, because of the king of the church yes um, because of the one who keeps you will help you to endure yes he he is the door and and he holds the door open for mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I just want to make uh, one little side comment here uh, just because there's there's a reference in this uh, in this letter that's often misunderstood uh, when he refers to the synagogue of Satan verse 9 behold I will make those of the, of, of the synagogue of Satan who say they are Jews but are not, but who lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet. Um, that reference, synagogue of Satan, has sometimes been used anti-Semitically, hmm. and it, it, that's not what it means. It, it should never be used that way. Um, apparently, there was a, 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 these... Uh, these Christians in Philadelphia are downtrodden and, and they're at the end of their rope. And, but they're apparently being abused and persecuted by a Jewish group in town. Um, and that's what the reference is. It, it should not be applied somehow anti-Semitically against all Jews. Just another quick historical note, the city of Philadelphia, the church in Philadelphia, at the end you have this this whole thing of, I will write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from 
from my God out of heaven and my own new name. Um, the, the city of Philadelphia at this point in history was continually being renamed. Um, and so Jesus is coming to the church and saying, okay, you've got all of these new names as a city, mm-hmm. but there's only one name that matters, and that name is eternal. You'll have it. And you will have it. Mm-hmm. And so in the midst of all of the uncertainty, the, the city of Philadelphia had, had undergone an earthquake in the early years of, of, I think it was around 15 to 20 A.D., um, and that was part of the reason why they were renamed. The emperor came in and, and rebuilt the city, and, and as a gesture of appreciation, they, they named the city after him. And then later on, it was named after uh, the wife of another emperor. And so you have all of this renaming, and, and here um, John, Jesus through John is saying, oh, you've got a name that's eternal, and mm-hmm. it, it's the name that of God, and it will not be removed. Mm-hmm. Praise God. That's beautiful. As we finish up on the Church of Philadelphia, um, it's just it's interesting to me that sometimes um, these churches end up in in just broad um, church culture. Um, but if you've ever watched Facing the Giants, this is actually one of the the verses that is quoted. This, behold, I've set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power, and yet you have kept my word. And this was spoken by this guy that's coming to the coach to encourage him um, for being weary and, and not seeing um, any type of fruit on his labor. Um, and I think partially it was misapplied in, in the movie. However, um, it is still an encouragement to know that it's the king of the church who opens and shuts doors, um, that the fruit of our ministry is dependent upon him and not us. And so that we can trust him and say, okay, it's not about my strength, it's about you. And the outcome is also um, about you. Well, you've been listening to the Gospel for Life, and we will see you next time. 